so um, my dog is uh, Uno. He's losing his hearing and not sure he can see as well anymore. He's starting to really get older. I mean, he's still younger than Joe Biden, even in dog years. But uh, he's no spring chicken. And I will tell you that I really think, and I don't have any evidence of this other than I've seen the changes in his health and his diet and everything else when we started feeding uh, him food with rough greens on top. That's a supplement filled with vitamins and minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, all the things that your dog needs to be healthy. He is such a great dog, such a great dog, and I want him to have a a healthy, happy life. I just, you know, I just love them to drop dead one day. I hate when they get old and in so much pain, and it's so hard, so hard. Keep your dog healthy and happy for as long as possible. Get a free trial bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program from the Standing Rock Ranch. We are so glad that you tuned in today. Justin Haskins is joining us about the Great Reset. Also, the Heartland Institute, a new poll that is being released today, an exclusive first look at Democrats and their thoughts on the Constitution. When you see what is happening to Democrats, you will understand that a civil war may be the only option, God forbid. But how do we live together? With poll numbers, I'll explain. And Justin is here to take us through the entire poll. Pretty shocking. We begin in 60 seconds. So, let me ask you. When you get out of bed in the beginning of the morning, do you have a plan? Uh, Do you have to plan it out your whole day? just based on what your pain is going to allow you to do. Unfortunately, a lot of people live that way. I used to be one of them. It's not its not fun knowing whether or not you're going to be able to make it to the end of the day and do the things that you had planned based on your pain. Relief Factor has changed my life. And if I may be so bold to ask you just to try it, it was developed by doctors. It has four key ingredients that work with your body to fight inflammation, which causes most of our pain. It's not a drug, so you're not going to be spaced out by it. Three-week quick start, developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day. It's a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor, and 70% of them go on to order more. 
relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief get the 1995 three-week quick start trial developed for you relieffactor.com Justin Haskins, co-author of the great book, The Great Reset, uh, which is uh, still available and on sale wherever you buy your books. The Great Reset, it is a must-have book if you want to understand what's happening in our world today. Justin is uh, joining me now. Hello, Justin. Hey, Glenn. How you doing? Very good. I wanted to take you through a couple of things that are happening around the world with ESG. But first, let's get into this exclusive first look into the poll that just came out on the Supreme Court and the Constitution. Because what it tells me is we may be forced into a civil war. Yeah, this poll was absolutely terrifying <laughs> the results of it uh, we commissioned this poll with rasmussen because we were trying to find out what people actually believe about the supreme court and uh and and the constitution and not just ask the run-of-the-mill favorability questions but really get down to how extreme views really have become on this uh and what we found was absolutely stunning we asked people whether they believed that um, in separate questions, whether they believe that the Supreme Court was rooted in racism, whether the Supreme Court was rooted in sexism and the same thing about the Constitution in separate questions. We asked what you, you know, what people wanted to do about that. Did, did they want to expand the Supreme Court to uh, 13 seats? So by four seats, uh, did they want to abolish the Supreme Court and create a whole new Supreme Court? Uh, do they want to put the United Nations in charge of ultimately deciding Supreme Court decisions or having the ability to reverse it? Do they want the United Nations to have the ability to uh, essentially have control over the U.S. Constitution? We asked all these questions. And what we found was that a ma- the it good is news is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The good news is the majority of voters across the board for now said no, we don't want any of these things and we don't hold these radical views about it. But when you started breaking it down by age demographics and party what we affiliation, what we found was that about half and in some cases as much as 60, 65 percent of Democrats believe that the Supreme Court and Constitution are racist, that they're sexist, that we should expand the Supreme Court by at least four seats, that we should abolish the Supreme Court that we should mostly or completely rewrite the Constitution, and not just based on party affiliation, but also young people basically tracked with Democrats on all of those things, 18 to 39 years old. So horrifying, horrifying results. Let's go through these. Do you have a very favorable, somewhat favorable, somewhat unfavorable, or very unfavorable opinion of the U.S. Supreme Court? Overall, 29% very favorable, 20 somewhat, 18 somewhat unfavorable, 25 very unfavorable, 6%, I don't know. Now, if you look at these, very favorable and somewhat favorable for each party affiliation, Democrats, 33%, Republicans, 72, and Independents, 52. So 
the Republicans and the independents are the ones standing by the Supreme Court. And I'm wondering, um, do you do you think this poll done two years ago uh, would have been the same? Or is this just because now the court is ruling differently? Yeah, I, I think that in some ways, I think especially on the questions related to sexism, uh, which which was the question that had the most extreme answer, both for the Constitution and the Supreme Court. I think that probably did change slightly because of what we saw with the Roe v. Wade decision uh, or Roe v. Wade being overturned. But I actually think when you look at the breakdown of the demographics, the groups that have that have said that they hold these extreme views, younger people, um, African-Americans, Hispanics, um, these these groups really don't have any reason to be particularly upset about some of this information. So, for example, um, why would the Roe v. Wade being overturned? What does that or any recent Supreme Court decision? What does that have to do with the Supreme Court being rooted in racism, which more than half of these people believe? You know, really nothing. Um, and I think the other thing that that's sort of a dead giveaway that. Um, these views have been very radical for probably quite a while, and they're getting increasingly more radical, is that when we asked about just favorability, you just read those off, the favorability questions were bad. And that's normally what you see in previous polls, right? People ask about favorability. They were bad, but they weren't, they weren't crazy. You wouldn't necessarily look at those and say, well, this is just a crazy group of people. But that's because nobody's been asking them these other questions about, well, do you right. want to abolish the Supreme Court? Do you want to rewrite the Constitution? So, do you want the United Nations in charge of it? So I just don't think anyone's been asking that so, really the issue. So let's go back. The U.S. Supreme Court is fundamentally racist institution. Democrats say 56 percent. Republicans, 14. Independents, 29. I mean, I did the math in my own head. I thought, well, I'm only part of 14 percent of people that would say that, uh, you know, I, I disagree with the Supreme Court is fundamentally racist. And I thought maybe I should check myself. Is it? No, there have been racist on the Supreme Court. They've made racist uh, style decisions in the past, but that's a product of the time, not the institution. Um, right. Do you strongly agree, somewhat agree or somewhat disagree? Uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is a fundamentally sexist institution. Listen to this. Democrats, 67 percent. Republicans, 18 percent. Independents, 36 percent. Now, here's where the rubber meets the road. There are nine justices in the Supreme Court. Same, um, some congressional Democrats have proposed expanding the number to 13. Would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose legislation to increase the size of the Supreme Court to 13 seats? When you look at the numbers, Democrats, 64%, Republicans, 19, and Independents, 37 would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose legislation that would abolish the current Supreme Court and establish a new democratically elected Supreme Court with justices chosen by the American people directly? Can you even imagine what a nightmare that would be? Good. Now we're going to make it political? Um, combined very favorable and somewhat favorable, Democrats, 53% direct election. 
Republicans, 21%, and independents, 37%. That's insanity. Would you strongly favor, somewhat favor, somewhat oppose, or strongly oppose a constitutional amendment that would give the United Nations the authority to reverse U.S. Supreme Court decisions that U.N. members believe violate human rights? Democrats, 39%. Republicans, 17 Independents, 30 Wow. So yeah, what do we that, take away from this? Question, that, that last question from the United Nations, it's even scarier when you look at the age demographics, because that was one of the few questions where uh, younger people uh, were actually had more, even, much more extreme views than even Democrats or liberals, because about half of young people, I think it was 48 percent, that's regardless of party affiliation, said that they would favor putting the United Nations, having the ability for the United Nations to overturn U.S. Supreme Court decisions. And even scarier than that is that we asked a separate question about the United Nations being given authority just over the U.S. Constitution and the U.S. government, in effect. And more than half, it was like 53 percent, I think, of 18 to 39 year olds said Yes, let's do that. We strongly or somewhat favor it. And that was much more than any other demographic as well. So what Democrats think scare me, that scares me a lot. But what scares me much more than that is what young people think. Because what happens in five years, in 10 years, in 15 years, when older demographics, which were the groups least likely to support any of these ideas, what happens when they're no longer voting? What happens when younger people and people who are too young to even vote right now, who might have even more extreme views than this for all we know, come into being the, pre- the, the, the dominant political group in America? What happens then? I am deeply concerned that America is not going to survive the next 10 to 20 years based on these poll results. I, I don't know how you can look <laughs> these optimistic. poll results and think anything else. Well, I will tell you, they've, this is why they've seized our children um, and are teaching all of this crazy stuff um, in our schools and getting them in, you know, to pre-K. They are indoctrinating uh, our children with false ideology um, and, and false history, false math, false uh, English. All of it, all of it is no longer... Um, mainstream no longer things that are traditional no longer things that are important um you know even atheist will tell you to understand shakespeare you really have to understand the bible you don't have to believe it's from god but you have to understand the bible to understand shakespeare we're not teaching shakespeare let alone the bible anymore um we're not teaching history so we are destined to repeat it but I agree with you, um, Justin. We, we have two separations going. We have the separation from the everyday people and the elites. That's a big one. But then the elites have taken us and divided us again to fight amongst ourselves on things that we all found self-evident when we were growing up. Um, and so... We're divided. The elites seem to be in lockstep, but they've divided us between Republican and Democrat, and we no longer 
can say e pluribus unum from many one. We don't have anything. If you want to change the way the Supreme Court is selected, you want to change the number of the Supreme Court. This is something the Democrats went crazy over when FDR tried to do it. We don't do that. Once you start adding Supreme Court justices, that is the end of your country. You are no longer a uh, you're a banana republic. That's what you are. And time and time again, you add justices to the Supreme Court. Just ask Venezuela. They now have 40 judges on their Supreme Court. They just keep adding them until the government gets the answer that they want or the the ruling party gets the answer that they want. It's extraordinarily dangerous. And if we don't have the Constitution and the Bill of Rights to come back and bring us together, we don't survive. And I don't know how to compromise with that. There, there is no there can't be a compromise. We either need to look, no. either we all need to get on the same page with this or we need to have two separate countries. That's just the reality of the situation. And I know that's a very uncomfortable idea. I don't want that to happen. I want us all to be on the same page on the basics. But if this trajectory continues in the direction that we're going, that isn't going to happen. This problem is going to continue to get worse. And that's why this idea about the Supreme Court and the Constitution being fundamentally sexist, fundamentally racist, rotten to its core, is such an insidious, horrible thing. Because if it's true that the Constitution is a racist, sexist document, and if it's true that the Supreme Court is a racist and sexist institution, then why would we ever care what they have to say about anything unless they're giving us the answer we want? And that's, that is the fundamental idea that is now shared by many people in the Democratic Party and especially with younger people. And we can thank our schools for that. And you can thank conservative politicians, by the way, for not doing anything about this problem for the past 50 years, too. I think they share in some of the blame as well, even if they're not the ones actually preaching these ideas. Justin, thank you so much. Um, Justin is the co-author of uh, my book, The Great Reset. Please, if you don't have it, get it. Uh, He's also the editorial director of the Heartland Institute and editor-in-chief of StoppingSocialism.com. Basically, what I'm telling you is he's got a full day. You can find all of this information at uh, heartland.org. When does this poll release? Justin? Oh, he's, we hung up on him already? Gee, okay. We lost him. Yeah, he, um, I think the, Justin uh, Haskins. He did say that I believe it is up on heartland.org now. So you can go check it out if you want to dive okay. into the cross tabs and all that stuff. Uh, you can check it out there. I want to give you a scenario on saving the country uh, and avoiding a civil war. I want, to give you, I want to give you a scenario and see how you feel about it. We'll do that in 60 seconds. Stand by. My Patriot Supply, in case you haven't heard about it yet, America's farmers have recently announced they are facing off-the-charts fertilizer shortages. I can't tell you, up here in Idaho, I can't tell you how many people that grow wheat, uh, potatoes, uh, uh, alfalfa for their cattle, how many are operating without any um, uh, fertilizer at all. I know I'm, my farm is not using fertilizer. It's too darn expensive. We decided to just roll the dice and let's see what we can get with just, you know, cow manure. Um, 
it, it's it's terrifying what we are doing. I don't want to stand in a government food line. Uh, I want to be able to feed my family and take care of my family. I want to be able to take care of others and help others. Preparewithglenn.com is why I have confidence that my family will have food if, God forbid, some emergency happens. $150 off the regular price right now for the three-month emergency food kit. This will give you a wide variety of really good meals. You're never going to get bored. 2,000 calories a day. It'll keep your energy up. Save $150 on My Patriot Supply emergency food kits today. Don't wait before it gets worse. The farmers have spoken. Food shortages are coming. Let's not be foolish and ignore them, please. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. Let's say we could get a consensus on the Bill of Rights. Let's just say we can get a consensus on that. But one of the things we couldn't, because the country is so divided on, was abortion. And you know how passionately both sides believe abortion. Neither side wants to give ground on that, because it is a moral issue. Both sides feel that way. Okay, what if we could strike a deal where we could have our Constitution, we could have our Bill of Rights... And we could say in in 10 years, there's no more abortion clinics that could be built. The others that could have already been built, they can uh, stay in business, but you're not building any more abortion clinics. And everything else goes back to the Bill of Rights and our government is intact and we agree and we can function again. Would you make that deal? I think I would. But I think that's the deal the founders had when they put together our Constitution and they couldn't get slavery to pass. They were like, do we go to war with each other over this? Or do we stop the trade in 10 years in hopes that we can enlighten people and avoid a civil war, but we have everything else we need. Should we make that compromise? Welcome to the Founding Era, gang. The Glenn Back Program. Patriot Mobile, with the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it is worth mentioning the wins didn't happen on their own, and we are a long way away. I mean, I have to play the Elizabeth Warren thing for you here in a second. She's bat crap crazy. They are now going after these uh, these healthcare clinics for women that she says are lying. People are coming in and wanting an abortion and then they leave and they've changed their mind. And that's, quote, torture. It is terrifying. One of the groups that has been working hard behind the scenes uh, is Patriot Mobile. And I know that they're a phone company. They offer the they're the only Christian conservative uh, mobile phone provider. 
um, and they offer great service. They have all U.S.-based customer service. They'll save you a ton of money. But they also are on the front lines fighting for the things that we believe in. They're huge fans of this program, huge fans of you. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Go there right now. Make the switch. Get free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Back to back, Studios America, Glenn TV tonight on BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. So we're talking about how to heal the wounds of the country, I guess, and how to keep it together. And Glenn, you brought up a deal. Can you go? Th- can you go through this deal one more time? I, I, I'm not sure yeah, so how I feel. This about is it. just a, this is a mental exercise. That's all this is. This is, could not happen. And I honestly don't know if I would be for the deal. I'm just proposing. If we have civil war right now, we disagree on so much at least in politics, but I do believe that the American people still have more in common than we have apart. There are politicians and, and uh, very well-moneyed entities that are doing everything they can to tear us apart. But if I could wave a magic wand and I could say, um, all right, let's compromise. I know you have problems with speech. I know you have problems with the Second Amendment. I know you have problems with all these things. You just give us that, and we'll give you abortion with a caveat. You, you, no taxpayer dollars are going for it, and you can't build another abortion clinic. So whatever you got going on, you, you have. Now, uh, this would begin in... 10 years, let's say. And I'm basing this off the model of compromise with the founders in slavery. Slavery to our founders was absolutely immoral. Immoral. Um, But they had two states that just would not go along with it. So what are you going to do? So they made a compromise. We'll put a cap on it. You can't import any more slaves in 10 years. And that was, it's going to, we're going to cap it. No more, no more importation. Uh, we're going to do our best to stop it in hopes that they would change people's hearts against slavery and avoid a civil war. So I'm asking you, the most immoral thing that I think we do is abortion. So that would be the biggest compromise for me. And I'm not sure I would make it. But. If it meant no civil war and we would come back to E pluribus unum on the Bill of Rights, but we had to sacrifice and abortion could happen in all 50 states, but there was a cap to it, would you do it? In all 50 states now? Or are you saying just where, where it kind of is? Yeah, you'd have to compromise and it'd be all 50 states. You get Oof. the Bill of Rights. But all 50 states have abortion, but they cannot expand it. I know it's it's horrible. It's like saying to people who are abolitionists, uh, we're just going to cap it and we're going to try to stop the slave trade and let's all work to change people's hearts. Yeah, it's interesting. Or civil war. Because conceptually what you're saying here is, is the country essentially itself worth 
tolerating some amount of what you see as evil. And obviously we do have lots of things in our country <laughs> that are disagreeable, but something like this, which is, I think, fundamentally is evil. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think that's how it will be looked back on eventually that you I would do too. wipe out 65 million people over 50 years. Yeah. Sounds pretty bad. So uh, is it worth tolerating that? I mean, I guess at some level we've all been doing that, right? We, we don't, we're not arguing for a civil war and we have abortion in many, many states, uh, all the states up until a few weeks ago. So in some level, we have agreed to some version of this without getting the benefits of people actually respecting the Bill of Rights. So I do think the country fundamentally, if you look at the, the overall good we've done as a nation, it is worth uh, you know, tolerating a lot. <laughs> I mean, we've done it. We've been doing it for a so long time. Doesn't isn't that what we hear from every senator and congressman that has ever gone mm. bad? Their point of no return is, yes, I have to compromise on this evil thing. But if if I don't stay in or I if I do compromise on this, I can be ahead of a committee and then it's just over for them. Isn't this the fruit, the poison fruit that our founders tried the first time how what would be said about us in 150 years assuming abortion is looked at as mass murder like we think it is um what would be said about us really how did they even think they believed all men are created equal life liberty and the present how could they believe any of that such hypocrites they were they compromised on abortion I mean, it's they a, didn't it, actually believe it. It's a fair criticism. Of course, I think, you know, one of the things that that helps you get through it is thinking of yourself as an individual rather as a cog in a wheel. Yes, we're all we're a country, but we do have uh, we do have our own free agency here to be able to kind of walk around and say, hey, well, I'm fighting against that. I'm doing what I can to try to stop it. Yes, I live in a country that allows it. But I'm still doing what I can. Oh, my gosh. You sound like that racist Thomas Jefferson. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no. I, I mean, that's mean the what guy... the founders believe. Mm-hmm. I'm, this is not a question of abortion. It's not a question. It, it is posed because I do believe we're headed towards a civil war if we can't stop this. Because there is no compromise when you say the First Amendment's out, the Second Amendment's out. Uh, you know, abortion for all. And if you don't like it, we're going to change the Supreme Court. I don't know how you avoid a civil war. So this popped into my mind, but this is really to show all you self-righteous people that believe, oh, I would have gone back in time and I would have done. Would you? Would you? Well, I because mean, we look the back country at- is facing the same perilous times and what are you willing to do to save what you've just what we have? This is why there's such problems with something like collective salvation, right? You know, what do we look yep. when we look back at the founders and we'd say, how could they have been, you know, and the people who were alive at the founding? How could they be part of a country that did this terrible, terrible thing? And it was a terrible, terrible thing. But we don't look back at Ben Franklin that way. Right. We don't look back at Ben Franklin. Now, some of the left do because they're insane. But here's you a guy who, who was an abolitionist. Now. Right. He fought against yeah. this. He fought against this practice. He blew up his economic life to fight against it. 
he did everything that he believed he could to try to stop this terrible practice. And that's how you can deal with it as an individual. You're not going to be able to control every law of your country. All you can do is, is take responsibility for your own actions. And the left wants to present a world in which that's not the case, right? It doesn't matter if you specifically are racist or not. Are you part of us of Democrats in this latest poll we just revealed? Um, they want to give the United Nations an overriding power on our Supreme Court and on our Congress. So are you with the Blue Hamilton race, uh, rapists? So wait a minute. You are are you want to give the power to the group of people that a haven't solved a single world problem uh, and are deeply corrupt and are raping people in countries that where they're supposed to be protecting them. Wow, it sounds like to me you're trading one evil for another evil. Yeah. Well, and it's it's interesting because you the the standard that you kind of put out in this deal where abortion would exist uh, but would not be expanded as it was back in the founding days in some ways is sort of what we have now, right? Some territories are going to have abortion. Uh, this sort of new world we live in over the past few weeks, some are going to have it, some aren't. It's going to be difficult to expand that right in a lot of states, uh, might go away in some others. But generally speaking, you're going to see this split, I think, for some time going forward. Uh, I don't want a civil sure. war over it, uh, but like it's important to note that people look at this and they say, oh, Roe versus Wade, this is a win. And, it, and it, it's definitely a step in the right direction, but it is not a a win per se a win like this situation oh, yeah. where half the country has abortion and some all the way on demand up until the last month is not the conservative position the conservative position is not everybody gets to do what they want when it comes to killing babies like that's not a that's not a position i'm comfortable with at all like i i'm a big believer in federalism but i believe the country also does have a responsibility to protect life not just in some areas not just in red states not just in red counties it, it, it has the responsibility to try to protect it everywhere. It's a it's sort of one of the promises of the founding documents, as you mentioned, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. All require life. All three <laughs> require people being alive. Yeah. So I think it is pretty crucial I just sold that we my go house f- to a dead man. I'm yeah. Oh really? Okay. I'm I re- you know yeah mm. yeah he's got he doesn't have life but he now has property. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, and a right to pursue his own happiness. So anyway, um, uh, let's uh, let's come back to more of this uh, in in a little while. Maybe on tomorrow's program uh, tonight on television, we are going to show you the fundamental transformation of America, and the end of Roe versus Wade and guns will be the battle cry that they use, and they. They have just begun. They are training now, even as we speak. Everything I told you about top down, bottom up, right out, that is coming this fall. With the death of Roe versus Wade, they have gotten serious, but they have they have been planning this for a very long time. I will show you the hints the Biden administration is giving filibuster in Supreme Court and what that means to you and your family. The government is looking for a big splash and your freedom is at stake. So the leftist radicals, 
that were all coming from the 1960s. They're all linked. They're the Communist Party USA. All of these people are coming together and they're asking for a women's march. The people that want to change your country, they are beginning now. And I will show you some hidden footage, uh, things that we got um, as we sent somebody into the den of vipers to pose as one of them. What is it that they are saying they are building? What is it they are planning for the streets of our country? Tonight, the Wednesday night special, be informed so you can be of help to help others understand what's going on. The Wednesday night special, Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, Summer of Rage, the real extremist who threaten our republic. That's tonight at 9, only on Blaze TV. Uh, our sponsor... This half hour is my pillow. Uh, Mike Lindell is producing some great products at my pillow. His famous my pillow. He also makes the Giza dream sheets, which are really amazing. Uh, he has the mattress cover and a whole lot more. He's also come up with my slippers. My slippers. It took him two years to develop them. They're made with three tier cushioning systems. They have two layers of my pillow foam and a layer of impact gel to ensure that your feet are comfortable all day long. The slippers are made to be worn all day long. Uh, they, they look more like moccasins than anything else. You can wear them indoors and outdoors. They're high quality leather suede. Uh, you want to try a pair of these slippers. They are really great and make great gifts. For a limited time, save $90 on a pair of my slippers, the blowout sale of the year, and it is not going to last long. MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials button and uh, use the promo code BECK. Receive this incredible limited time offer. The slippers come with a one-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. It's MyPillow.com. Promo code BECK, 800 mypillow.com The Glenn Beck Program This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have uh, more on Elizabeth Warren and her insanity her insanity of uh, closing down all clinics that are not abortion providers, but those clinics for counseling of women to keep their child. Uh, the kind of counseling centers that we talk about all the time that are doing so much good. They're now talking about outlawing them. This is from Elizabeth Warren. You won't believe what she said if you haven't heard it. Uh, and uh, my commentary uh, will explain exactly what she means by that. Uh, also, next hour, we have at the top, uh, Richard Paul Evans is with us. And he is the author of a Mercury Inc. book. Um, in fact, several Mercury Inc. books, a very popular series, Michael Vay. Um, Michael Vay, I think that's eight books i think we published together and uh wildly successful really great superhero kind of books uh that you could every parent should have these books on their shelf every parent uh they are great i read every single one with my uh with my son rafe uh we just uh read the last one right during summer right before that came out 
and we have a, an announcement to make. And Richard Paul Evans is going to be joining me uh, for that announcement in uh, in just a few minutes. We have uh, we have all of that stuff and more. And also tomorrow, I am going to award the badge of merit. The nominees. You can find them now in my newsletter that came out. I've changed my newsletter, and it it is all of the information that I look at every morning that I collect, and all of my producers spend 24 hours after we do a show, the next 24 hours, whatever they read and find relevant to the things we're looking for, uh, and the same with me, we compile them, and it's put together in a morning briefing for me. I've decided you should read the morning briefing. You should have access to it so you can see the world the way I'm seeing it and the things I'm looking for. It'll help you understand uh, where I think we're going a little more clearly. You can sign up for that newsletter and vote for the Badge of Merit nominees. Find out all about it at glenbeck.com. The newsletter is absolutely free. Go to glenbeck.com right now. Sign up for the newsletter. This is... The Glenn Beck Program.